Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. What is crackalack and Fly Monkeys Wargaming Podcast? Where if Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Uh, Bam here. So I had like this whole year-end thing planned. I wanted to do. I wanted to go back to the events we went to talk about them. Of course, like nobody was available except for a couple Johnny on the spots last night. Alex, myself, and uh, Josh Thomas wound up just bitching about fucking railguns for about half an hour. So. It's it is what it is. Uh, I've been trying to be more positive on episodes. Uh, sometimes it's tough, man. Sometimes it's tough. And uh, next week I'll be back. Have a little bit better of a plan. We got New Year's knockout coming up. A little bit of tournament news that we'll be dealing with. Uh, headed out towards LVO towards the end of the month. Uh, hitting another GT. So more 40k talk, more game talk, and hopefully some more positivity is coming up. Bear with us. I appreciate those that stick it out through the uh, the episodes. The the 40k news front has been weak, uh, other than the, the towel stuff. And before we get rolling out of here, uh, it's been a year, man. It's uh, 2021 has been a year. Um, not all these podcasts are winners. Uh, not all of them are losers. But I do appreciate that you guys have stuck with us a year. Uh, I'm looking forward to making some changes in 2022. Maybe being a little bit more consistent, a little bit more planned. And having a steady crew back. Um, one of the biggest struggles I've had this year is the availability of some people uh those of you know duncan uh duncan had a child and uh, apparently that means you got to check out from all facets of your hobby whenever uh, you and your wife have a child and matt is uh you know had a job where he was working 14 15 hours a shift being called in being mandatory overtime so his gaming life was just null so the original crew myself dunkalicious and matt just it was impossible really to get together for 40k podcast and you know both them guys weren't getting in games weren't hitting tournaments and so it's hard to talk about 40k when those things aren't going on so that's why i reached out and brought other people around like alex you know ben dan and i've appreciated everybody's efforts appreciated everybody helping with the podcast but sometimes you know it just having people that aren't permanent or having people that aren't invested it's tough to get them on sometimes, you know, and, and when it's good for me to podcast, it's not good for other people to podcast. So that's kind of been the struggle the last couple months. And uh, I got Scott Sasser nailed down as a permanent member. Um, I'm looking for probably one more. I got Josh Thomas as a Johnny on the spot. And uh, hopefully Dan Sammons will be back here in a week or two and he'll be a regular again. Um, I know you guys love that kind of salt. So um, that's where we're at. Uh, where things are going, we don't know. I just want to make a better podcast for you guys. I am going to go and change up the way I've done the Patreon. Uh, I've talked and dealt with a couple other creators about some things, and there's a lot that I'm doing wrong. Some things I'm doing right, some more that I could do better, and that's what I'm going to work on uh, coming up in 2021. So, without all the rambling, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you guys have fun, get a couple laughs. And uh, maybe your thoughts are the same as ours, different than ours, whatever, you have a different take. Uh, let me know. Email us at flyingmonkeyswargaming at gmail.com. Or uh, get on the, the Patreon and uh, I'll try to address them on air. And remember that this is just a war game, guys. And uh, we're just a bunch of grown men and women playing uh, toy soldiers and 
or do we need to just be have be having fun and enjoy that while being competitive so hope you guys have a good 2022 hope your year 2021 was good Welcome back to the show, Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast with Four Gaming Goes Easy. It'd be your mom. Main host Bam here. We're back for uh, last episode, last week of 2020. And uh, I'm here with my boy, Alex Kuhn. Oh, hey. And uh, Josh Thomas. It's very lacking. So uh, if, if Josh triggers Team Texas tonight, that's on Josh. That's not on Bam. So it's a. Uh, but uh, just just it's keep always, that in mind. It's always your fault. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well, that's a that's a disclaimer when I'm around. Like, yeah, uh, I'm going to trigger somebody. I'm just uh, I'm like El Nino though. I get blamed for everything. Um, some of you young kids might not get that joke. So, what's been happening, fellas? What's going on? Railguns. Railguns. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been getting on. ready for our new uh, railgun overlords. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh, I am going to do the prudent thing, and I'm going to uh, wait and reserve judgment until we see the whole book. So, uh, I intentionally yesterday decided. You know what? I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna go off. I'm gonna already. I'm just, the sky's falling. Fuck it. Why be prudent? Yeah. Did you see that motherfucker? Minus six ignores invulns. Yeah, uh, you forgot the mortal wounds at the end. What? Yeah. yeah. What? what I have two, so I have two things. If we're gonna, are we just opening this up on railguns now? We're starting. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Fuck it, cool. we're doing railguns. So I have two we're things. Doing it live. Two things I'm worried about. If it's cheaper than like 280 points, you're gonna see two in like every list, and it removes large models from every army in the game that wants to play them. Right. So like you're you just you don't get to bring primarchs anymore. Right. You could just you can leave those at home. They're done. They're finished. Um. Any of those big tanks, not going to see them anymore. Castell and Knight might as well not be on the table, right? Because it's just going to go away in a turn. Um, the second and bigger thing that I'm worried about is what does that imply to these smaller versions of rail weapons? Do rail rifles off of broadsides also ignore invulnerable saves for like D3 plus 3 now? At strength 12. I think they should. If they don't, they should. I think anything with the word rail in it should ignore an invulnerable set. Should now, apparently, <laughs> right? Like, and, and then, then we go the, the, rail so rifles. Can, here's my thing with that that I honestly get pissed off a little bit about. If you're going to make it ignore invulns, you know, at least give like a save in there. Like it's negative six AP, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> it's negative six if you're not within twelve and calling a monko, right? Oh. And it's negative seven. That's yeah. that's what I'm here about is negative seven. Negative seven. I um, I would say that smaller versions are probably only like negative four, negative three, but that doesn't. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter, right? But right. then more like, do pathfinders get sniper rifles that ignore invulnerable saves that do two damage each? Is that what is that what we're getting now? Is that is that going to be cool? Is that like did you move a character out of your deployment zone so he's dead now? Is that what the game's going to turn into? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing I do like about it. I'll say this: all the joking aside, one thing I like is that it does show them willing to go in a direction with rules writing that you know they didn't go before. Because I've said for a long time the Ahab spear harpoon off the big Ahab knight 
why the hell doesn't a 10 ton spear that hit you in the face and only has one shot? Why didn't that ignore involves? Right. So it does show they're willing to go to a design mechanic that they skipped out on earlier. Uh, and, and so I do, I do kind of like that. I I'm realistically, I'm going to, you know, try not to, to lose my mind over it. I'm with you. I think there's a lot that has to go into points and whatnot. It's still what a rhino, you know, string T seven, 10, thir wounds. Thir 13 wounds. Oh, it's only 13. 13 is always that good number. See, 13 is yeah. a great number. I hope they drop them to like T6. Yeah. So like, like, there, there's a lot of backup rules I have to go with that before I say, oh, that's broken as hell. But like you said, yeah. I love Mortarian. I mean, I play Mortarian all the time, and he's he's fucking dead with that thing if it's a, too cheap. Three railgun shots, that motherfucker's going home. Yeah, I, you don't need two because there's still 1,500 points of other town. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's the rest true. of an army, right? Like, if he takes 14 wounds from it, you think they're not going to mop him up? Of course they are. You know? What are they now? Like, aren't, aren't those chanks cheap as chips right now? I think they're like 170, 160 something, I think, something like that. So, I mean, have, I, I would, this will be, it'll be an interesting tell whether or not they say, yes, we changed this rule completely and now we're going to price it correctly. Or if they're just going to say, ah, we bumped it 10 points, it's good. <laughs> 10 points. <laughs> Putting in the built-in rerolls that don't exist right now either. Yeah, hey, 10, 15. 15 for the reroll. An extra five. We're good. Call nice. it. Yeah, it's gonna be like we'll see end. whether or not they're paying attention, I think. Um, get two I two marker lights on, a, on an object, the, and every other unit that shoots at it automatically does like D3 mortals or some shit. That, so that's the other thing I'm worried about, is we don't know what marker lights do yet yes. and how they're going to influence all of the other shooting. Is it going to turn into like if you have five marker lights on you, you can ignore line of sight on this unit because they're so lit up. Like, is it something stupid like that? Because that drastically changes things too. Now that's obviously like, that's catastrophizing, but who knows, right? Like it, they're clearly going to change in some fashion. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, what I'm hoping is they're priced appropriately. You know, if there's one or two in a list and they're sitting on a broadside, sure. Uh, or not broadside, a hammerhead. But like yeah. you said, that's where it gets terrifying is like, you know, we, we throw them on the broadside suits. So, um, yeah, like, I mean, it's a smaller version that does D3 plus three, one mortal wound when it wounds, right? Because they're clearly changing that, that it's not just on sixes anymore, like it is now. It's when it wounds, it does a mortal wound. D3 plus three with a mortal wound with six shots from a unit of broadsides, that is fucking gnarly. Yeah. Like, that's almost worse. I was I was super shocked that there weren't more like you know on a six or whatever type rules in there. They were just like, nah, take it all. Yeah, just straight. Uh, yeah, just six straight. plus seven thousand plus six more plus ten. Yep. Just go, take it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was very surprising to see. Why do you why do you think we're seeing more about the uh, we're seeing more about the Tal book than we're seeing about the custodies or the GSC? And, or are those uh, coming out still? I thought it was just town. I thought they were no shit. They were due before uh, the fucking uh, the the Tau book. I thought, but that's yeah, because that's, the custodies was, book is going to be hot, flaming, fucking garbage, and they don't want to talk about it. But look at this railgun. <laughs> well, funny, funny enough, what's good against custodies now? Hmm, that's weird. Oh, uh, look, this railgun that just invalidated your codex. Have a nice day. Well, you know, I like to play Chaos Knights, too. I was like, well, fuck, I guess that's not going to be a thing I do. Yeah, 156 so for a hammerhead right now. Yeah, that's going to go up 15 points. Solid. Or 30. Even if it goes up 30. Still takes Well, it. this is one of those things, right? Do we have a precedence for a unit changing so much? That it needs to go up, you know, a hundred points or something, and they actually do it. I don't think we I have presidents so. for that. No, not yet. 
I think they're going to be like, no, we made we we rounded it out. It went up four points. <laughs> so, and- so what do you? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, so I got. I got. I'm gonna put on my uh, my my Alex Jones of 40k tinfoil hat. But uh, <laughs> what do you? I wonder if they uh, they announced the quarterly updates and the the data balance sheet uh, prior to this because they know that there was going to be screeching to the high heavens and. Uh, you know, but I do think it's a good to remember that, like, hey, this is supposed to get balanced quarterly. So, at a, at a worst case scenario, if uh, if our railgun overlords do take over, you know, hopefully it'll be addressed within you know three to four months' time. You know, I think, and it, it works out for them as a company too because they can empty the warehouse of all hammerheads, and then <laughs> as soon as they're sold out, they don't have to do another production run; they can just balance them. Maybe. It's gonna you're gonna see them on uh, on Facebook Marketplace Brilliant. for like three hundred bucks. Be like, uh, don't haggle with me about the pricing. I know what I got. <laughs> that uh, seems to be an unsustainable long term business model. Yeah. Meanwhile, people are out there with uh, 3D printers. You know, going bird. Oh man. So what's uh, Josh? What has been going on up in your neck of the woods, man? Anything significant going on? I mean, we've just been running some RTTs and stuff. Uh, we got another one coming up in Des Moines, so yeah, that's that's kind of our next thing. Now it's been kind of slow, man. It's the holidays. I always kind of slow things down in December, you know, into November, into December. And we've been playing a lot of Battlefleet Gothic. We uh, resurrected some shit. We we're like, nice, uh, you know, uh, I'm buddies with James Kelly up there up north, and I was talking to him, and uh, just kind of was like, you know what, I I want to bring this game back, so I'm going to start running some <laughs> Battlefleet Gothic stuff. Because uh, I can 3D print that stuff with uh, no qualms, right? No qualms. So yeah, you are uh, you're preaching to uh, a couple dudes that have, you know, locally. We don't talk about it on the podcast much, but Alex and I have had plenty of conversation about some of the older GW games that were really, really well done games. Yep. I have a huge Battlefleet Gothic fleet. Yeah, well, Battlefleet what- Gothic. I mean, right? You know, remember it's Andy Chambers, right? It's yeah. It's back when they had good designers on staff and yeah. uh, no offense or maybe some offense to the guys that are working there now, but like it was a different breed in the, in, that we all came up with, right. They, they had different guys, uh, Jervis, Andy Chambers. Um, oh, who's the guy who ran off to Warlord? Um, that was Andy Chambers, I think. Uh, no, Andy, Andy did some work for him. Like he just did that blood red skies. Mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to remember the name of the main dude. He, he did all sorts of stuff for 40 can stuff. Anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm getting old. I can't remember everyone's name, but you know, there was, that was back you know, when you had this stable of designers that, that liked designing for the sake of it. And I just listened to an interview with Andy Chambers actually just the other day where he kind of, kind of, you know, walking around it a little bit, basically in 2004, when he left, it was because the company decided to focus on, you know, fantasy 40 K they were going to have like three systems they focused on. And before that they were, you remember they were putting out two games a year. It was like two systems a year. Uh, you know, you had Battlefleet God, you had Gorka Morka, you had Necromunda. Dude, Gorka Morka was dope. That was a fun I mean, game. Ne- Necromunda with orcs and vehicles, which yeah. was super fun. Yeah. I really liked it. So he um, kind of left I, around I think- 2004 when he when they kind of got rid of that innovation. And he went because he wanted to design games, right? I think he kind of implied they, they, they had said some stuff about alternating activations in 40K. And of course, the, the powers that be were like, no, no, absolutely not. We're not, we're not going to change our bread and butter because that'll turn people off. So I think he left because he wanted to be a designer and let's be fair. You know, the, the innovation has been, I mean, for what it is, 
40 K is still kind of a mad game at times. Yeah. I would, I think uh, playing around with activation, it's like alternate activation might be pretty, pretty cool. I was, uh, you know, I was had a conversation with somebody the other day that, you know, age of Sigmar, the more I look at it, the lately, the, the more I like the models from age of Sigmar and, Mark Newson, one of our guys, brought up the point that, you know, with that high fantasy aesthetic, you can pretty much just design or do whatever you want to because they're not dialed into something to look like something. You know, like 40K models have to look like 40K models. You know, you can't you can't have 40K models that don't look like they fit in the 40K universe, you know, and it's talking to you to tell. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, but they, they have so much more freedom with Age of Sigmar. Part of the Dude, from a technical standpoint, like they're killing it in Age of Sigmar. Yeah. Like every army that comes out, I'm I've got three or four armies on the shelves over here. I paint them and you know, like the steampunk dwarves. I painted them. I never played them. I just they were yeah. cool. Their models are gorgeous. I mean, and they're really killing it. I'll be fair. Like it's a new edition of Age of Sigmar, so that's another thing we're working on locally. We got like a little league going, and uh, I call it Rage of Sigmar because I just I don't know what it is about the game, but I can't stand it. But part I of the problem with the game is the fucking dumb double turn which they have decided to stick to for three editions now. And uh, if you would, if they would, they would give up the ghost and let that double turn go away. They would probably flood that game with new players. It would help a lot. Uh, I, also, also writing army books that are not broken. The fucking day they drop no. those models that they hey. then hold on to. Uh, do y'all like, y'all, do y'all like dragons? Yeah, do you want some dragons? <laughs> those dragons, though, they nerfed them twice before they even came out. And, and they're still the best army in the game, even with those nerfs. Damn it. All right, well, I'll have to go get some of those because those are pretty sick. I wanted to paint up a couple. Me, models are awesome. They look, they look sick. Like, so let me tell you, I played six games with them, not the actual models. I proxied them when the, the army book first came out. The longest game that I had with out of those six was a bottom of two table that's as long as the games were that's it no i actually that's, that's how fast they were what i decided for every, every age of sigmar like so one two three so this is 3.0 we always do yeah. a league a slow grow league where we try to grow to 2000 points and you know we all get new guys and whatever and uh, so i set up set stuff up and i've been working on a cities of sigmar but it's an entire uh it's halfling so i did every, every unit is a a halfling unit that i uh, from different manufacturers 3d printer whatever uh and then I'm doing, and then some, uh, you know, got some some of their bits mixed in and whatnot. But I've been working on that as a hobby project, and it's been a lot of fun. And then uh, as soon as I put them on the table, I'm like, wow, I regret this. I have made some terrible decisions in my life. You cannot, you cannot go into Age of Sigmar and be like, this unit looks cool. I want to play it. Uh uh-uh. uh. You better pick so, what is fucking good because you're about to get shit on by what is good. Yeah, it's actually, it's it's kind of funny. It's almost more like War Machine now than it is old fantasy. Um, not in the way of like, I'm going to kill your leader and then I win the game, blah, blah, blah. None of that bullshit. But it's like, I'm going to stack these seven obtuse things together to create a synergy, which is going to create this gotcha situation. And I'm going to kill 800 points of your list in turn two to whatever it happens. It's like a, the culminating turn. Because uh, I'm clearly you you've my- played some Age of Sigmar because that's, uh, quite a that's bit. all my yeah. games. Absolutely. No, that's the game. The game is literally, I'm building my army around these interlocking gimmicks. And then as soon as I hit like my critical mass, I kill half your army, and that's how that's how you win. I'm always like, but I got some halfling halberdiers. They look fucking cool. And then some dudes like, yeah, these uh, five elves shoot them from seven thousand exactly. inches. They do seventy three mortal wounds. You right. die. That's right. 
I get to go to your house and smash some of your models. I was like, oh, I do, that's a- I do 10 normal wounds and five mortals off of these five dudes. And yeah. by the way, I could do that four times. So Yeah, and then my 20 my man block of hand handgunners bounces off three dudes. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the game. That's Sigma. Yeah. I'm really good at picking armies. Yeah, I don't know. I love I love the freaking the models. models great. Though. <laughs> that's what I'm saying is like the models are amazing for Sigmar. They just need to they need to give up the ghost on the double turn. So what's uh we we've we've got the salt part of the episode out uh, <laughs> or hopefully it's uh I'm gonna have to give awesome. Alex Alex some kind of title. I love when Alex gets going. It's uh it's kind of funny. There's but, always uh, something in wargaming to get me going. Because <laughs> so. I love it so much. I only get mad because I love it. That's true. Yeah, You're I'm passionate mean, about it. That's why. Alex, actually, Alex really been digging uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol lately. Played oh. two games to play two games before yeah. we started this. I played one game before we started this. That's funny. I'm actually sitting on my protocol mat. Like my, my camera is just all set up oh, on my yeah. protocol mat. Like I played my defenders. I put an ass whooping down on some web warriors. I love that game. I love it. I think it, I think it's a fun game. I what I don't want to ever do is fall down a competitive rabbit hole because I think it could just be a fucking bullshit fest. There but is I enjoy the game as a casual game. I love it. Yeah. There's you can you can rabbit hole, that's for sure. Yeah. Alex is already will send you to some Alex is already rebel rabbit hole. So Oh I'm, I'm sure it has. I, I, play, I play stuff that works. I'm, I'm really like not i'm not rabbit holing at all like i don't i don't look at podcasts i don't look at articles i don't give a shit what the internet tells me i just play my thing yeah i'm actually super casual with uh marvel crisis protocol i'm over here like i like my x-men you know <laughs> so we'll see yeah how that's what i did i think yeah. i painted i think i painted up 40 or 50 of the minis because again yeah. great minis. I'm at like i got like 40 of them painted now but what's, I, uh, what's funny is they're I'm so easy to pick up more it's like it's like oh god damn it i i had to stop I was like, holy shit, they just keep putting stuff out. And I yeah. keep like looking at it and I go, fuck, I want that. But uh, fuck, I want that. We're like six months behind Europe. So Europe Europe already has the next two or three waves of releases. That- yeah. Actually, I 3D printed a proxy Colossus last night. Yeah, I want that <laughs> Printed Colossus. the card off the internet. I was like, he's been on the damn Defenders uh, affiliation list for six fucking years now. I'm going to play him. Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Colossus and uh, Gambit and Rogue. When those, when those, and actually they put something out the other day about what, uh, Juggernaut, honey, uh, Juggernaut and uh, Honey Badger and X23 look pretty dope too. So, yep, getting some cool X-Men and X-Men's getting some love here soon, which is yeah. good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, my Wolverine, my uh, Cyclops look good. I need to get the paint and the other shit. So, but so let's, uh, I guess let's, uh, it's kind of the end of the year of the episode. You know, it's been a it's been a tumultuous year. Tumultuous. I can't talk this late at night. A uh, year for Warhammer Forty K. Uh, you know, Alex didn't play as much this year, I think, as he had in years past. But he had a he had a good GI Joe a lot. Well, and yeah. uh, I hit 40K like being what it is right now. You know, I hit like everything this year. I think that I could hit. You know, and it was a, it was a good yeah, time. Definitely at every event I went to, there was <laughs> yes. fucking bad. So, I uh, and some I you know I had a pretty good year competition wise. Like I was looking in, uh, I was looking at my win percentage, and I've actually actually won more than I lost this year quite a bit. So it's pretty dope. And uh, a lot every of the time events, you ran into a rolling sixes guy that beat you. That's weird, man. You know what's funny is I, I wish there was a way that you could articulate it well. Like, you know, some people just have your number, you know, like there's, there's a couple guys I play that they, you know, they do great out in the meta 
And for whatever reason, when I play them, I just have their number. And if there was a team out there that just seemed to have my number, it's the fucking Rolling Sixes, man. I'm not sure what it is. And it, what's funny is, like, I like them all. It's all a good bunch of dudes. But, like, every time, you know, it's probably because I fucked around with uh, Kyle McCord for, like, three years and joked about him dodging me at tournaments, you know, and it's just karma biting me in the ass. But it's – uh. Yeah, no, he's I dodging know. you. By the way, we—I've <laughs> had to invest a lot in hacking BCP uh, to ensure that he doesn't have to match up with you. That's, uh, that's, that's my role on the team. That's fair, but goddamn, man, yeah. Like, uh, oh fuck, Iron Halo. I lost one time. I went five and one, and my one loss was a uh, rolling six. And then, uh, fucking Midwest uh, Maelstrom. I think two of my losses were rolling six guys, and. Uh, it's like, man, y'all can just stop anytime. It's a. Uh, we actually we we devote like two weeks out from a GT. We devote an entire practice day just to bam bam yeah. bashing. Like <laughs> I play your list. That's why I have all your list because I yeah. have to, I have to be you. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up with some drunken master kung fu and and mix up my style a little bit, and you guys are gonna know what to do. But yeah, my next tournament's New Year's knockout, so that's uh, not this weekend, but next weekend. And then uh, I will be judging at LVO. And then uh, Matt Root talked me into some stupid GT up in, uh, I think, Wisconsin. Does that sound right? <laughs> so <laughs> I'm rolling up to Chicago, and then I'm rolling up to Wisconsin with uh, with Root, hit some GT with the rest of the Frozen North guys. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. Nice. That's uh that's pretty much my January, and then uh I'm trying to think what next time I'll run into uh, Josh at or get Alex out at a fucking forty k event again. Uh, yeah, I gotta. We're we're having our RTT in Des Moines that we're that we're holding. Then we're gonna have like a little meeting, kind of figure out what we're gonna do for the year. I know for sure, you know, late year we always try to hit like uh you know like Show Me and Bug Eater and uh, uh, Fly Monkeys up on the up on the thing. So. Good. It's a good event. Well, yeah, we got to figure out what we're doing in the short term. Yeah, I want to figure out what I'm doing like April, May time frame. Is there a lot going on even in the spring right now, other than outside of the West Coast? Because they're always doing nonsense. I want to say, was it May? The uh, the K one of the KC tournaments is coming back. Mm. The, oh, is it Massacre? Uh, well, remember the one we went to it a few years back when the preferred enemy guys were running it. Um, Larry Davis and the Heroic Morale guys took it over, so they're going to be doing it now. God damn it, I wish I could remember the name. But I think that's April, May time. And then, uh, of course, my summer one is usually uh, Show Me Showdown. And then I've got tickets for Buggy to this year for sure. Yeah, I do a Buggy to again. I like seeing tim and going well do get it get a ticket for bug guys. eater man i've already got my ticket for bug eater the problem is work work is an issue obviously always yeah it's hard to plan out that far and then like dude the state of the game does not make me want to spend 500 bucks on an event yeah but that's months like, away man that's months away yeah no i agree right <laughs> but like we're gonna turn into like the railgun overlords which might turn into our Brightlands overlords here in the near future you know yeah. our, our wraith overlords do you see the meme I made today? 
It had uh, the it was one? the it was the Undertaker AJ Styles yes. meme. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it I had sent a, that to a couple friends on AJ Styles. It had a uh, towel rail guns, and then on the Undertaker, it had uh, LRD weapons. Yeah. So I was like, I was pretty impressed with myself. Oh, that was cool. That, that's a good one. So <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes, right? Because I assume that the Eldar book. Well, no, I, that's a bad assumption that they'd be out before the middle of the year because with the GSC and Custodes box set last month, I would have thought that their codices would be January, and there is no fucking indication of that at this point. Well, so. it's it's weird because we got all the news about you know the the Custodes and the Genesis cult. We're yeah, supposed the new character we got. We're, stances and we got crossfire we're supposed to be out and uh you know this month we got the box set then they said the books were delayed to later january and then now it's like straight up straight up tau preview land you know there's more tau previews like in this past week week and a half than there was for both of those two factions put together yep and that box set was coming up which, if I were a gsc player i was a custodians player i'd probably be a little bit like yeah i'd be miffed too Josh is probably right where like they're kind of floating it a little bit because custodians are probably going to come out trashing people like to the level that they do now, maybe a little bit better depending on stratagems and stuff. But I mean, like, they, they run on Forge World, right? So they're, that's not changing. So Yeah, but none of the So, I mean, look, leaks are leaks, right? None of the leaks I heard made me go, oh, man, I better dust right. off my custodians. Absolutely. They made me think, I wonder if I can push that box just a little bit further to the back of the shelf and make some more room in front of it. Because, mm. like, I, I mean, I don't know what you guys have heard, but I mean, I, I heard, uh, and I haven't been paying super close attention. It's been the holidays. I try not to get right. too bent out of shape. But I, someone was saying they're losing the army wide plus one to involve for being whatever, you know, that they used to get. And if that happens, not that it'll matter because everyone's just going to be playing railguns, but if you played someone that wasn't playing railguns, uh, having just a five up on those models, they better go down about thirty percent. Oh, yeah, huge difference. So I mean, I don't know if that's true or not, but it's it would be a big deal if it happens. And and nothing I saw, you know, out of the stances and all that stuff, it all was neat. That new character was neat, uh, but nothing on there made me go, "Oh, holy shit, that's going to be tough." Yeah. Like the the karate was not that hot. It's just going to be more of the same flavor because everyone runs Telemons, Forge World Custodians. That's what you run. That's not going to change because they're just that much better. Unless somehow Custodian Guard go down to like 35 points a model. You know, that army needs, gonna... you know, like either changes to their toughness and wounds or just needs to be cheaper. Like, that's, yeah. no, it's um, an elite army, but uh, 19 models ain't cutting it anymore when people are just picking up 16 of them. Yeah, eradicators, like, for what they're worth, they annihilate Custodians. So, um, there's plenty of stuff that does. Um, but I mean, yeah, with the advent of this railgun situation, right? Like, who's going to want to play a Custodes army with that? Even yeah, having, here comes like, my Telemon. Well, there you went. Yeah, not anymore. It's not. I don't know, man. I don't um, feel sorry for Telemons going back on the not, shelf. Not even a little bit. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, I agree. I'm all yeah. on board with that. But just even like, like just dumb, dumb shit like Alaris Terminators are 80 points a model. I'll kill two. Why not? Yeah, there the points on those on on a lot of that shit's just just out of control. It's just it doesn't feel fun to play because as soon as you lose one, you're like, oh well, that really hurt. Um, so, we'll see, yeah, man. It's... I'm not sure. You know, we'll have to look at it in a. You know, right now we're looking at it in a vacuum, and, uh, yep. and I'm a, I'm gonna be optimistic that they're on top of their shit. So yeah, I 
I would love to be optimistic, but I think it's actually only going to get worse. So, I mean, I, happens. I, I want to be optimistic, but the track record that they've put out in the last yeah. you know, year and a half, two years That's, is not one that says that they're listening to their play testers, that they're listening to their community. I mean, they're, they're trying, right? we got a lot of the veneer, the, the quarterly update stuff. This stuff could all go well. That's all stuff. That's all steps in the right direction. Um, but if you've got a play test system and these are the books that are coming out, maybe you need to can rethink what you're doing. Yeah. We're on a, how many iteration of Drukari now? <laughs> we just well, keep they're rolling. Still, they're still too good. You just, we just what you keep rolling through builds. So, well, just we're, we're going to nerf a build, but we will buff a build in the same. It's, it's, it's like, I, I don't know. Eldar have always seemed to get this pillow hands treatment. Like, oh, I'm sorry. We had to nerf one of your units here. Have three units that, yeah. you know, are better now. Like, that's why I, I'm really waiting for that Eldar book. All right. I got 5,000 points waiting. <laughs> I am, I'm a little terrified of that Eldar book. I haven't been scared of any books. I'm, I'm a little scared of that Eldar book. Yeah. I feel like maybe Matt Ward has just like been sitting in a, in a custodian's closet in, at headquarters, and they were like, all right, break, break, out the, break the glass, get Matt. Yeah, That's what but... I'm saying. Like, what, what are their weird stacking buffs going to be? What's the Psyker going to look like? What do D-weapons turn into now that we have a railgun? Motherfuckers <laughs> shoot a black hole into people. Like, yeah, if, if the railgun ignores an invul, what's the D weapon do? Yeah, Delete something on the table next to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah your you opponent know, like, needs to remove eight models, you know, yeah. from yeah, this that's why I, I, made a, I made a joke about D sides, right? They're just going to be flamers that do D6 mortal wounds. Why not? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's well, hold on, calm down. D6 plus three. We don't want anything to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, D6 plus two, because that's what Tau Flamers are going to do. All right. Fair enough. D6, D6 plus, plus two. two. Yeah. And if you hit after everything's said and done, you do an additional three mortal wounds because fuck you. Well, you're, you're guaranteed to hit because it's a flamer. So they auto hit. Right. Yeah. Right. That's it's what I'm saying. Take, take D6 that's why it's auto. Models. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. After everything's said and done, if the unit survives, I guess that's what I should have said. If gotcha. the unit survives, take, take an additional, you know, 85 mortal wounds because fuck you. <laughs> You're playing Eldar. I'm gonna call this episode "The Lord's Assault." So. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> or or what color I've is been, that? You know, I, think I, can, I can go on. In yeah. 30 years of wargaming now, I've been bad touched by Eldar, Grey Knights. I mean, I can show you on the doll where every army has. The time I played a Necron player, and he brought back like 2,000 points of his army. The good old days. Chaos did you play demons. In, did you play in third? I did actually remember the Necron army that you could never shoot the units that mattered because you could only ever shoot the closest enemy units. I will say in third, blocking. I didn't play competitively, so I don't. I don't remember a lot oh, of the broken shit. Fair, fair. Well, so that was just a base rule that in third you couldn't shoot units that were hiding behind other units. So, yeah, that was in the base rule book for the shooting phase. Yeah, I have to go back. Yeah. I'd have to think. It's been so, so long now. I remember shooting. Uh, Tyranids with missile launchers and shit. Insta-death. Insta yeah, they had the, the vehicle, or was, was that second edition where the vehicles had the damage charts? Like, I remember Tyranids had a, like, a big slug. See, I'm, I'm mixing all my editions. They had the big slug tank, and then you, you could hit it in the foot, and then it couldn't move. Yeah. The good old days. So, yeah, 40K has been a, always been weird, so. It's been weird. It's, it's just so... fun to be an asshole about it sometimes. Well, it's like like it's, I've said it once already. 
you know, where you're passionate about shit you care about. So yeah. obviously we, we care about it. It's 20, 21 has been a rough year for 40 K when you're rolling Drakari into Admech, and nothing really gets fixed. Ever. Well, it was Drakari into Admech into Grey Knights. Grey Knights. Getting back into Drakari. Yeah. Tyranids. Uh, this Tyranid stuff is like... There, hey, <sighs> well, and I, I'm wondering, I'm starting to wonder if, you know, again, a lot of it isn't that the units are bad or that the rules are bad in so much as that when you take everything together, some things just don't work the way they, they used to anymore. Like, out of line of sight shooting is way too efficient. Uh, you know, there's a hundred game systems where, Hey, when you shoot out a line of sight, there's a negative for it. And instead in 40 K it's a positive because you're ignoring these annoying terrain rules. Like let's yeah. get those the fuck out of the way. Well, let's, let's give the shit that shoots out a line of sight, uh, ignores cover too. That's kind of cool. And have 17 <laughs> stacking buffs on it. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's the way we're layering stuff. And I think, you Absolutely. know, out of line of sight shooting needs to be addressed as far as like, it needs to be less efficient It's period. Or way more expensive. Or, or yeah, or just price that into the into a capability into the fucking universe because if, if you're gonna advantage. ignore rules, yeah, because we did get to a point. I I want to say you know a couple of months ago we were going to some some RTTs kind of around our area, and we just kept running into the same three builds that were designed to never it didn't even need to play you. Yep. Like you didn't have to be on the board. They were just you know great night builds that were just gonna score their points, get ninety five for and win the game and didn't even have to kill any of the units and so i am glad to see him kind of trying to address that was i'm interested in this new secondary primary stuff they're doing yeah. uh i mean that book's going to drop here soon and i think that's going to be super interesting um i don't know if the net change will be much but it's different so i give like i said give them credit where credit's due they're they're trying some stuff uh it just feels like i don't know it almost feels like steering a boat right well i think you have you have a right hand that's trying and then the left hand is taking away as the right hand is trying to, to do things, right? Because you have a rules team doing some shit over here eight months ago, and then you have the people trying to play damage control on yeah. stuff that they don't even know is happening yet. <laughs> that's my big worry about chapter approved, right? When did they send that to the printer? Well, so that's, what was that, good? That is, that is the problem with chapter approved, right? And they straight up said on the last one that it went to the printer six months before it dropped. So, and that was pre-COVID. So who the, who the fuck knows? Yeah. If only there was a digital app to like release this information out to. Weird. I mean, so, it'd be really weird. What if there was a subscription-based service where you had a living rule set and all the rules were updated? It's, I mean, think, it, think it, it can't possibly be done. That. Yeah. There aren't Russian websites that keep all the 40K rules up to date with clickable links and all that type of stuff. So uh -huh. it clearly can't be done. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Well, we've... Uh, we went from rail guns to everything and, and complained about it all. So, uh, I mean, it's, when there's good news to be heard, I'm all about it too. Yeah. This all right. So we're gonna we're gonna end 2021 with the the same amount of fucking salt that it gave us, I guess. And uh hopefully 2022 is a different animal. But uh if you if you guys stuck with the podcast of the year, we appreciate it. Keep listening, and uh, we'll get Alex back on a forty k table, and maybe the game state will change at some point in time. But we all uh, we all love you all listening and to our bitching for sure. Yeah, so, so I'm trying to I'm trying to reel everybody back in. Sometimes it's like herding cats, yeah, but it's hard. For sure, it's yeah. fucking hard, man. It's a uh, especially when a lot of it mirrors my own feelings. You know, I'm, it's, I'm happy I'm happy to go to an event when I cannot write out the top 10 
three weeks before the event happens and be right on 80% of it. Yeah. But there, there is something to be said though. You know, this community is, is why I do this stuff. Uh, you know, when I go to an event and I, I see all the different guys, you know, it, it's, that is for me now become a, a bigger part of it. I don't know. Uh, at Midmo, you know, I had my cooler of beer and I just, I drug a cooler around behind me and handed out beers and just tried to, tried to be like, you know what? I don't care what happens. Uh, still had a good run and it was, it was a great event. So I think there's something to be said for that, right? We got to, you know, we can get salty and, and think about that top 10, but at the end of the day, sometimes you just got to play games and, and wins will come or whatever will happen. But uh, for me, it is about this community and, 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 and the people just as much as the game. So I think I think this coming year will be a good year. I really do. I, I think we're going to have some great events. You know, I'm planning uh, uh, another couple of big GTs up here in our area. And, uh, you know, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I, uh, like I said, I got a GT. I'm kicking off the, the new year and I'm playing something different I haven't played before. So I'm looking forward to seeing if I fall flat on my ass or if I have a good time with it. I'm thinking I'll have a good time. So yeah. let's uh, let's close her out there, and uh, we're back uh, next week. Uh, Alex, any last words? Nope. Y'all keep having a good time. Yeah. Uh, Josh, you got anything? Uh, just keep rolling them sixes, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ fuckers and uh go to lordmarshall.org uh look at the events coming up uh there's an event at my shop i think it might be full but you never know get on the list or holler at somebody so www.lordmarshall.org uh, to see what we're up to here in the midwest as far as a competitive circuit and i uh, remember that if war gaming was easy it would be your mom and uh, we'll talk to everybody soon Game over, man. It's game over.